everybody. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I am your host, JP. Joining me as always, co-host, Nick Martin. He's right down there. How are you, Nick? Actually, I'm right up there. What up? Oh, well, not on my screen and not the screen that's going to appear in the YouTube. But hey, it's good to see you and your hair. Yeah, I know. It's coming back. It's <laughs> pretty soon, about two weeks, I'll look like you. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, we have a really, really, a couple weeks that grows really, really fast. Yeah. That's neither here yeah. nor there. So check right. it out, y'all. So for all of our friends locally here in Southern Oregon, we have a treat for you. We are welcoming to the show, which I do believe is going to be, and if it isn't, I'm calling it now, the season four premiere is this guy coming up. He's a dad. He's an old friend. He is famous in Southern Oregon for being a radio DJ. He left us a couple years ago and he's doing his thing out in the land of cheese, I believe. And uh, welcome to DadCast, Mr. Mike Kincaid. What's up, brother? What's oh, up? my gosh. Well, <laughs> greetings from the land of cheese, the beautiful state of Wisconsin. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm glad I got that correct. I was like, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> I saw you struggling. I was like, well, you know, he says, you know, anything but Illinois, I'm cool. Right. But, you know. <laughs> so how hey, are you? you ask if you're still producing or putting out CDs like you did with Bowling for Soup. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, but no, I, there you go. You can't even quote my error with an correctly. Nick, I, I know, after they're I, still doing music. Yeah, yeah, I suck. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I suck worse <laughs> for that one. But Mike Kincaid, man, you and I, we go way back. We're talking at least, gosh, 16, 17 years now. Um, before we get at least. right before, yeah. I, before we get any further, let's let's do the rite of passage. I always have to ask this question. Um, it usually is a foregone conclusion, but it's part of the ritual that is dad cast. Mike Kincaid, are you a dad? And then some. <laughs> How many kids you got? Their names? How old are they? Boys, girls, or in this day and age, are they neither? <laughs> well, I've got four of them. They're all girls. Uh, you're going to, oh boy, let's see if I can do this rapid fire. Um, 30, 29, 22, and 16. Dear God. So there we go. So your oldest is 30 years old. What did you have kids when you were like six? <laughs> uh you know a little bit older than that my friend well you're looking older. you're looking good for being you know just over 40 <laughs> you're yeah okay uh, i'm just gonna let that lie because uh i like the way it sounds okay we dig it so mike tell us you know for everyone who's watching this episode and doesn't know who you are uh tell us a little bit about you where you're working these days i notice you're uh you're doing your thing from inside a studio a real studio mind you Yes, correct. That's right. Um, well, right now, um, I am Kincaid. I am the program director of Classic Rock WGLX in central Wisconsin. I've been doing this here for five years now. Five years. Can you believe I have been out here for five years? I know. It's Prior crazy, that, man. Yeah. Prior to that, uh, I was uh, program director and on air at the lo long defunct and greatly missed KZZE in Southern Oregon. I was there for 20 years. Uh, while I did that, I also did a lot of work with Talk Radio Network as a producer of nationally syndicated talk radio. And uh, I also had the uh, 
great uh, honor of doing four years producing Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. So uh, it was uh, it was a good time there in Southern Oregon. But, you know, things change and you move on. And now I'm sailing the seas of cheese. Sailing the sea of cheese. Oh, a little Primus dig right there. All right. So mm-hmm. this is really, really cool because Mike, he is a radio man through and through. I am a radio man through and through. And when I first started uh, my career in radio, which was here in Southern Oregon, I got a late start. I was, you know, my late 20s, early 30s. Uh, Mike was the man I looked up to. I mean, he was the guy over at KZZE. He was also the competition for the radio station that I worked for at the time, if that's what you want to call it. And it was really cool for me when it came full circle because about five and a half years ago, when you started talking about it and you got the job out in uh, Wisconsin there, you actually called me and asked for my advice because I was the program director at the time at KBOY. And I just, that, I don't know if I've ever told you that, but that meant such a great deal to me. I mean, that, that was oh. like, wow, you know, Mike is asking me for advice. This is the guy that I came to and always looked up to and wanted to be like in popular as here in Southern Oregon radio. So that was, that, that was a really cool moment for me, man. Well, that's cool. And you know, look, Hey, I was going to go looking for any type of insight because, you know, I hadn't done classic rock. I had right. been active rock my entire career. I was current rock. And so now here I am being, you know, well, gratefully thrown into the world of classic rock. And so I wanted to get your take as a, as a younger guy in, in that genre, what, you know, where you were coming from, because uh, I want to be young like you, (laughs) but I'm not that much younger than you, man. Not, I mean, I'm going to say we got a five, six year gap at most, maybe a little bit more, but I I don't think so. Let's just drop it. How old are you? Okay. I'll be 52 this year. 52. So there it is. Six year gap. Mm-hmm. There you go. Actually five yeah. and a half to make it better. So there you go. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're bred from the same cloth here. Mm-hmm. How as a radio guy, is it for you um, from saying K at the beginning of everything to now dropping a W did that, did that take some getting <laughs> used to literally three weeks ago, oh, three no. weeks ago, I cracked the mic and said, Southern Oregon's best rock. Right. And had to stop and laugh at myself and go, well, you know, old habits still die hard, you know, and then correct myself and move on. But yeah, so that was three weeks ago. Um, so the answer to the know? question is yes, it's still difficult. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, not only that, but there's an extra syllable with the W, you know, I mean, you have to. <laughs> right. You got, but- and you have to say right. You can't say W, you got to say W because everyone will come at you if you don't say it the right way. So. Well, that that's news, news. If I ever start working, uh, you know, east of the Mississippi, I'll uh, I'll take that advice into account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your kids are pretty much all grown. Well, not pretty much. They are all grown. Uh, for the most part, for got most three part. of them out of the house, grown up. They're all doing their own thing. And then I've got, uh, I got a freshman in high school at home still. How was that when uh, you moved and left what, you know, was your home for pretty much most of your life to start this new venture and being away from your kids. I mean, I can only imagine that's difficult, but personally for you, how, how did that, how did that go? It was difficult, still is difficult, even to this day. Um, it's difficult, you know, not being able to, uh, now granted, you know, they were grown up 
and all of them either living in Portland or Seattle anyway. So, you know, with me being in Southern Oregon, we were already separated a little bit, but you know, in an emergency or just on a whim, you know, it's either a four or a, or an eight hour drive to see up, you know, and you just, you hop in the car and you go, well, obviously that's not the case now. What is it? 25, 2600 miles now. Um, and so it's, it's difficult, but you know, with mediums like this, where I can sit and talk with them, you know, on a little video screen as much as, you know, they will allow me, um, <laughs> it's good. You know, we stay connected, uh, you know, through technology. Uh, they've been out to visit a few times. I've been back once. <laughs> I've been back to the West Coast only once uh, since we've been out here. Um, but I will be back uh, next June for Daughter Three's wedding. Oh. So, yeah. How about that? Uh, is Finally going to get one of them married off. Is <laughs> I hope the dowry's good, man. You get a couple of chickens or cows out of the deal. Right. Well, there's plenty of cows around here. I don't need any cows, but you know, <laughs> chicken or two might be all right. Is 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 Kincaid a grandpa yet? Nope. Are you looking forward to that happening? Because I you know, I'm not sure yet. I'm still not sure. I literally vacillate back and forth from clocks ticking, ladies, right to I'm still too young to be a grandfather. You know, I, I, I don't see myself in that role yet, especially with the great distance yeah. uh, between us. Um, but, you know, when and if it happens, you know, I mean, I'll just roll with the punches and, and it'll be fun. I guess. I hope we'll see. I don't know. I've never been a grandfather. Right. I, I, I think it's probably all the benefits of being a dad, except you get to give them back. At the end of the right. day, <laughs> like, or, like all the means, then you just yeah, cram them full of sugar and send them and home. And see you later. <laughs> so, Nick, um, I have yes. a question actually for you. <laughs> when yeah. was your first meeting with Mike? Because I'm assuming it was concert promoting, but it, it was concert promoting. It was probably around the same time I met you. It was probably some big rock concert. I probably hit both of you up, and yeah, I know. Mike's I'm done a trying bunch to of remember. Stuff. Yeah, it's I, I can't even remember. I know you guys helped out with OTEP when I brought OTEP in. Quite that a, was probably the very first time. That was probably the um, first one. And then I think Trapped was right after that. Yeah. Am I right about that? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. And that OTEP show, I mean, that was 97. No, I no, think? no. That was early 2000s. That was, was early uh, 2000? Okay. Yeah. That would have uh, been. I want to say like 2006, 2007. Yeah, that was right about. It was when, yeah, it was when my buddy Chase joined the band. He was their drummer at the time. That's right. Yep. So, yeah. And it was just like it was first time back home in like 10 years. So, <laughs> I remember was, that. Uh, it was kind of, yeah, Baby. it was, a, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a good show. I was pretty lit. I actually I dove off the stage, which got me in some trouble. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, a rock and roll DJ getting in trouble. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. Bad example. I can't tell you how many times I got in trouble. I was actually having a talk with Nick um, recently about you know, the success that we're seeing here in Dad. Everything good, man? We good? Well, I'm just watching. I'm watching my studio, making sure I'm not off the air. Right. Well, exactly. So if we're everyone not realizing, Mike is in studio right now. Excuse me, Kincaid. He is in studio right now. During his shift on the show, so if at any point in time he just breaks off from us, he's uh, he is doing a show for the most part. So I just forewarned. 
Um, <laughs> gosh, where the hell was I? Oh, getting in trouble. And oh, yeah, I was telling Nick about the success of DadCast, how when I first started doing radio, we're talking, gosh, my, my first six months to a year, I let it really get to my head. I thought I was much cooler than I really was. And it was it wasn't a good thing. You know, it was it led to actually me losing a job for the first time, you know, for one of the many other reasons, but that was a big, big detrimental factor in the fact that, you know, I was a stupid cocky idiot and let it get to my head. And I was telling him now that we're seeing success with DadCast, you do not have to worry any of that at all with me now. Cause I learned my lesson back in the day. <laughs> I am, I am quite humbler now that I'm a father. And if anyone is going to let it get to their head, it's going to be Nick and that's perfectly okay. That's right. Did you have the same problem when you first started working radio, Mike? Yes. <laughs> I think we all did, right? Well, there's look, there is a certain amount of I don't want to say power, but you know, there there's an there's an amount of gravitas that you realize that you have yes. when you are speaking to the masses and they're responding. You know, and if they're responding in a good way, all that does is it just kind of snowballs. Um, and it was, uh, you know, who took me aside um, and kind of, you know, took me behind the woodshed, so to speak, was the late, great Marty McGuire. Right. And he uh, he let me know in, in no uncertain terms that, you know, no matter uh, how popular, you know, my show might be. Uh, I could always be replaced and the show would stay there. Yep. And that, uh, that kind of, you know, brought me back down to earth. So, yeah, it, it took a lot more than that for me. I was given that talk and I still, I don't know, maybe it's a Sagittarius, Irish redhead, crazy rambunctious in me. But I think what really did it for me was when I became a father, it, it, everything mm -hmm. shifted, everything it, no longer was anything or everything about me. It was about that little boy that just came into my life and I better get my shit together period because it's not about me. It is about him and, and 180 degrees. And I haven't looked back since. And, you know, look at me now. I'm in a million dollar studio. It's a beautiful thing. That's right. You're, you're killing it. JP. <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing though, too. Like I think it, as however big we get, my, my mindset is we're doing this for our families. It's not, yep. not for me. I, I could care less if, well, I'm lying. I like it when people say, Hey, it's Nick from Dadcast. That's cool. But, but for the most part, it's, it's for our families. I want to buy a house for my family, another, a, a bigger house that's they're comfortable in. I want, I want a Tesla. <laughs> and uh, you know, I just, I just want to be comfortable. I, I want to pay my bills and not have to worry about working a regular job. And, and that's, that's what it is for me. It's not, you know, how, whatever, you know, just, I, I could care less about the, yeah, people, not, not, know. not to be that guy to one up you, but Mike, I, I just want to show you something real quick. I'm just going to give you a peek over you, here. You are that guy, JP. You <laughs> did it with the dad cash shirt. There, first. There, there it is. Look, <laughs> Mike, look at that. Oh yeah. What am I looking at? I see a car somewhere. That is the front end of my Tesla. Oh, oh, you got, oh, you got yourself a Tesla. Did you finally? Wow. <laughs> that's uh that's pretty damn cool but working real hard for that you know in fact i made yeah. a post this morning you know you it, it nothing nothing's free man you gotta if you if you work hard and 
you know, the good things come to you. I teach my kids that daily. Uh, how's Cricket, man? Is she there? Is she in the building right now? She is not in the building. She'll be in the building later because uh, she'll hit the air just as soon as I walk out of here tonight. So oh, it must be uh, good that the husband is the program director. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> you know what? It has its ups and downs um, because, uh, well, how do I put this? Remember, uh, everyone's going to see this. <laughs> right. It has its ups and downs. I'm just going to put it that way. I love, listen, Cricket's one of the best DJs I have ever heard in my life and when she was working across town yep i heard her and i said i covet that voice for my station this is even before i thought about dating her I yeah said, i want her on my station and you know started kind of the machinations started you know um and you know got her and you know was proven right shoot she's you know she's killing in the ratings and um, you know, is doing her thing at night, right? Like I say, right after me. And it's, it's, uh, it's a good time. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I, I miss hearing that voice out here too. I miss both of you guys terribly. Oh, it's, 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 it's not the same. <laughs> now I, I know it, I can at, at any point whip this song bitch out and, uh, you know, pop on the station cause you're streaming. So that's no excuse, that's right. but I, there's still something comforting knowing that, you know, you were just down the street. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. I admit, you know, I, uh, I, I've listened to some of the stations in Southern Oregon and it just, it's, it's a little different. That's it all I can say. It's considerably. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm not afraid to say more than it's different. It's, it's crap. It's what it is. I'm gonna look. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't scared. You know, I, uh, I listened to uh, you know one particular station there in in Southern Oregon just to um, feel better about how terrible it sounded. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's hard. You know, again, it's hard for us to compare. It's, it's apples to apples. You know, you can't compare what was to what is now because it's a it just it's a completely separate entity. Right. You know, et cetera. How was? I, I, by the way, we tend to go off the rails on this podcast almost every single episode. We try to talk dads and our kids as much as we can, but so it's okay if we go off the rails here, which we have done so already, but I'm going to try to reel it back in just a tad and talk about your kids. One, getting married, mm -hmm. right? The youngest still in the house. She is your stepdaughter, correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. And I am a stepdad as well to my oldest, sixteen. So we're right in the same in the same ballpark. How old is she? Sixteen, 16. or she'll be sixteen this year. Have you had any difficulties as far as the attitude and the the teenager? And if so, how do you, as a father, deal with that? Because we we look for different bits of advice. Okay. Well, look, you know. First of all, let me say, uh, the youngest is a great kid. Yeah, she of course. is, um, she is no trouble whatsoever. Um, my three oldest kids, you know, I mean, I had, you know, three times over, I've had the practice of going through the teens. Yeah. Um, it's different this time around. And I don't know if it's the step thing. I don't think of myself, uh, as her stepfather, you know, I mean, she's known me for most of her life now. I've been her been her pop for you know most of her life now yeah so um 
but it's different. And I think I, I put a lot of that on technology. Um, I put a lot of that on, you know, everybody's got their phone in their face or their face in their phone. Um, and the amount of real meaningful, uh, communication between myself and her is less than I would hope for. I mean, right. if, if I'm being honest, right. Um, you know, and, and we can chalk it up to sullen teens and they all are at certain times, but you know, Hey, how was your day? Eh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? and, and, and I know at that point, uh, there's really no point in even digging any further. It's like, all right, fine. You know, moving, moving on, you know? So, um, and again, I don't know how much of that has to do with, you know, being a step parent because this is the first time I've done it. Right. Um, so, and hopefully the last. Uh, so it's, um, it's a challenge every day being a dad, especially like, you know, I'm four girls, girls, four of them. Uh Um, it's a challenge, you know? Um, and I know boys, I, you know, I have friends who have boys who just pull their hair out and I was a boy at one time. I saw my parents, um, pull their hair out. So I get it, but, uh, girls are, you know, I mean, you want to, everyone wants to raise daddy's little girl and everything to be perfect, but you know, it ain't always going to be that way. And, and what are you going to do? You don't know until you get there. Right. I'm, I'm going through it for the first time myself. You know, she's 16 and it, it's, it's difficult. It, it, it really is navigating because you got to treat this one a little bit differently, depending on the situation that's at hand right now. And then you've got the boy in my case, who's 10 years old, who, you know, just throw him in front of an Xbox. We're good. Uh, <laughs> and then baby girl eight, it's you, you have to navigate each of them individually and different. And I can't even imagine how it was. Like you just said, for you going back to pre-internet, no social media to now where again, they're just got that phone stuck right in there. And uh, it's, to, and I want to have that communication, but at the same time, you don't want to press cause then they get annoyed and then who knows it spouts off. Yeah. Difficult man. But Hey, Hey, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's a whole hell of a lot better than, you know, not having that difficulty. I think. I think you're right. And you know what? I, I, I think I'd rather be raising a kid who is tech savvy and who is learning the dangers of the, you know, tech world as opposed to, you know, uh, three generations ago where you're teaching, you know, your teenager about the, the dangers of, you know, shoot, going to war or, or, or whatever, you know, um, I guess, you know, we, we, we were still pretty lucky. I think knock on, would I'll knock on two. Nick, you might as well make it a threesome. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of of this of what's happening right now for our our, our socials, speak of the devil. Okay. And and this is the beautiful thing about a podcast. Mike, have you thought about or do you have a podcast? It is it takes enough of my time just to run a radio station. Oh, I know. Um and because I'm old, like I said in our uh, interview, when I interviewed you guys on my show, um, you know, I'm an old guy and I don't quite get it yet. You know, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and I don't know that I want to go through, you know, the work of trying to make it happen. When, when things first ended in Southern Oregon, when my radio career ended in Southern Oregon, I put together a podcast. I wanted to keep my chops, um, you know, tight. Yep. And so I put together a podcast and it was called over the edge. Um, and it was, you know, yeah. Right. Uh, you know, it was talking metal, playing metal. And this was before, you know, everybody was getting shut down for playing music on streams. Right. And so um, I did that and it was fine, but I didn't understand even then how to grow an audience, how to monetize it. If I even wanted to do that, uh, those were things that I just I didn't get all I wanted. Like I say, all I wanted to do was just, you know, keep my pipes moving and uh, pipes, these pipes, draw pipes. Um, <laughs> and so that's that's all I did it for. And now it, they're everywhere. Yep. Like I said in our interview on my show, which is airing right now as we're doing Deadception. Here. Ooh, you should turn it up real quick. Is it actually playing as we speak? Uh, let me see. Uh, it's coming up in. Uh, about 10 minutes or so. All right. You, you got to crank it up then. That's going to be an inceptioning inception. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, and you got to have something that is marketable and that people want to pay attention to that they actually want to take time out of. You know, radio is just a constant companion. It's there whenever you want it. Yep. It's always there. Um, a podcast, you have to you know, do a little work to grab it and then take the time to listen to it. Um, I, I do have a couple few that I listen to. I like Matthew McConaughey. Um, all so right. All I, right. All right. Yeah. Check him out. Um, also Jim Rome, also Jim Brewer. Um, those are podcasts that I, and, and you guys, of course, duh. Um, <laughs> you know, that I have been checking out, but at the same time, again, I, I find, I find it hard finding time to make time. And so, uh, I'm not interested yet, even though all the radio trades and everything say you got to be doing a podcast. You got to have some sort of companion. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not buying into that just yet, especially um, in this format where you know a lot of my listeners, my age, maybe you know quite a few of them older, resisting technology. I, I you know, I feel, I, know, I, I feel I'm not there yet. I feel that that's a little bit of what's happening with you right now. You're just, you, mm -hmm. you, you may be resisting. That's fine. You know, not everyone's has to do a podcast or anything like that, but do you, do you stream uh, like, like bits or excerpts when you're in studio of your show, like, like a live stream or anything of during your show? Cause that is literally oh, yeah, a smidgen when, of a podcast. Yeah, we have done that. Um, I have, it's usually, those are usually like grand prize giveaways. Yeah, 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 yeah things like that. Um, otherwise I really, really, really prefer to just let the music do the talking over the airwaves or on the stream or on the smart speaker or on the app. You know, um, I, my, I'll tell you one of the things when I first got here and really tried to embrace classic rock, my very first inclination was that I wanted to turn this station into an exact replica or a mirror of just an AOR rock station from the eighties. That was what I wanted to do with it. And that's what I've done with it. And it's been a huge success. Um, thankfully, luckily, thank you, Jesus. Um, so, 
you know, it, it's worked out doing that. And so, you know, I mean, the time will come, I'm sure, but ain't going to be the, within the next few months. That's for, <laughs> that's for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, you know, it's, it's not for everyone and you're not kidding either, you know, with the plate being full, Nick, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I've since left the radio terrestrial radio about a year ago, which you're aware of but I've been doing my own thing. I built the, uh, the pirate radio and the streaming. And when it's mm-hmm. a one man show and I've got a traffic program, manage, sell and do everything. And then right. Nick, Nick comes at me and says, you want to do a podcast? I don't know what the hell <laughs> I was thinking, but here we are. <laughs> we are committed and it's successful. And I'm glad I decided to say yes because I'm glad you said yes. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, man. It is. It's almost a break from radio, but you still get to have this microphone right in front of your face. Still, you know, right now I'm hanging out with an old friend who, and we're talking shop, and it's <laughs> and and it's successful, and people enjoy it. Of course, talking shop and and the importance of being a dad and all the things that come along with it, but. You know, and you weren't kidding. You know, you need to have a thing. You can't just start a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. Okay, about what? Uh, I don't know. Well, you better know before you you, you start doing that adventure. But yeah, man. So maybe on, one day. I circle back. Yeah. Can I circle back to something? Please interview uh, me, Mister Radio Man. Oh <laughs> I, I've done that already. It's coming up here in about eight minutes. Oh, um, that's right. Uh, no. It. You, you were talking, we were talking earlier about the reasons for getting into radio and the reasons for doing what we're doing, what you're doing, you're doing this, you know, and, it, and it's to be successful. And I wanted to challenge just a little bit because, you know, again, it's, there is a certain amount of celebrity that comes with being on the radio. And for a lot of us, for a long time, uh, it wasn't uh, a financially stable or, um, you know, it, it didn't pay all the bills for a no. long time. Um, and when you talk about, uh, you know, having to, oh, see, I'm old. I, uh, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say that there came, there was a time back when uh, I was in radio in Southern Oregon, and it was so important to me to be on the radio that it actually ended my first marriage. Um, you know? And how, and, you know, how details. Oh, I don't want to go into it too much. Okay. Cliff because, note version. You don't have to get crazy. I'm just like the premise. I mean, how, how did it end your marriage? Was it too much time at work? You know what? Yeah, it was, it was too much time at work, too much, uh, attention being paid to the station, which, uh, my, you know, my former wife re- referred to it as my mistress. Right. Um, and you know, and it was a, a rock and roll lifestyle she didn't feel was proper for uh, a guy who had three little girls at that time. Yeah. Um, and you know, we, we had our other issues, but really it did come down to either you quit that job or we're done. And I went bye. Yeah. And, and, and so, that's, that can almost be said about any career that someone's passionate about, mm-hmm. you know, and especially as us, as a dad, as fathers, um, it's a, it's a constant pickle. It's a constant battle. I, I need to support you, my family, but in doing so, I need to be away from you to do that supporting. 
Now, whether it's 40 hours a week or 60 or 80 hours a week, sometimes in radio when you're doing stuff, I mean, yes, it can get a little out of hand, but there needs to be that balance. And, and thankfully, you know, my partner, my lady, she is, was always understanding of that. You know, she, you're, you're JP, you know, she, she met me when I was doing my thing and knew that was the lifestyle. So she accepted it right off the bat. And even during, you know, that there was always, ah, oh, do you have to go this? Do you got to go do this remote on a Saturday? Do you, why do you got to go? It, it's, but that's just a job. So she understood that. But I still fought it all the time because I don't want to be away from my kids at this pivotal age. But to be successful and to support the family, you got to sometimes. So, yeah. Well, and, 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 and you're right. Radio is an interesting gig, you know. And when uh, once I was on the market again, so to speak, I knew <laughs> in my head that I was going to get someone who got it, who understood radio. It would that was that was that was prime in my mind that my next partner was going to get radio. And thank God. Thank you, Jesus. I, you know, that's the way it works. Well, you out, didn't, so. you hit the friggin' lottery jackpot when it comes to that. <laughs> then. Yep. You're absolutely you're, right. <laughs> you're, you're at one point girlfriend, fiance, now wife is a radio gal through and through. Like you said, mm-hmm. she's on the air after you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yep. and heck, you know, that's, that's actually a beautiful thing. You can still spend time together at work, although that could be difficult sometimes. But, you know, yeah, good job on that one, man. I still I still remember it. I still remember that edge fest, man, where you got down on that knee. Oh, yeah, that was something, wasn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> I never seen I never seen Kincaid. So nervous wreck in my life. But it worked out well for you, man. Yeah, well, you know, I, I kind of figured she'd say yes, but that helps. Um, yeah, that helped, but <laughs> the the uh, the the placement of it in front of you know pretty much all of our friends. Where if it did go south, I was going to have to pack up and leave town, um, <laughs> or at least know, that night. Out. <laughs> You're gonna hand off to uh, the rest of the show is gonna be uh, I don't know. How about Grant Grant Heidi Heidi? There you yeah. go. I just dropped a Grant bomb right there. Now I got to tag him in this video so he sees it. Well, good deal. Nick, what you got, man? Come on. I'm just, I'm enjoying this two guys I've known for a long time, radio talk, and just letting you guys have at it. Oh, it's crazy. How, I don't want to incriminate, but you are, are you actually the program director? And I know your title is, but are you actually, does management interfere or do you get to program? (laughs) That's what I want to ask. Do you have free reign to program that station there? Let, I'll tell you a story. Um, when I first got here, again, it's a classic rock station. When I first got here, they had, and, and again, we're, we're, we're diving deep into the weeds here in terms of industry talk. Yes. They had 250 songs in rotation. What? Uh, and I went, no, no way. Um, when I was offered this gig, I was promised complete creative control. Okay. And so... I want, you know, that was something that was very important to me when I was looking for a new gig. Um, And that's really kind of one of the main reasons that I decided to pack up my family and come here was because, you know, I was offered complete creative control to remake this station into something viable. Right. Um, And so I instantly, as soon as I got here, added almost 800 songs to the playlist. Um, 
you know, and so now a thousand song playlist. Well, let's say it's 900 because I removed, there was a bunch of stuff that really wasn't classic rock that just needed to go. Yeah. And, you know, be heard on a classic hit station. And any consultant will now tell you, oh my gosh, that's just too much music. No, 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 no. More the better. God, I just. Here's the thing. So I did that. And the immediate response from the listening audience was fantastic. It was great. I could not, I could not get enough phone calls and emails about how everyone was so thrilled that I was playing all the, you know, deep cuts and, and all this stuff. And then uh, um, I got my first ratings book back Mm. and uh, it wasn't nearly as good as I had hoped it would be. And that was really kind of a shot to the ego. And I got some, some, you know, good counsel from some folks who had been doing this for a long time. Um, Folks who are my superiors here who went, yeah, you've got to cut that playlist back down. And I I resisted, but I went ahead and I cut it in half. So So you're rocking 500, 500. And I'd say right now it's probably, it probably hovers around 600, but right around there, uh, everything kind of started to take off. And so I, I learned a lesson there. Um, you know, there is, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing, I guess. Um, but you know, I, I do have complete creative control, but I am willing to listen to, uh, voices of reason, especially when they come at me with facts and figures and, yeah, and numbers and studies and all this kind of stuff that, you know, I, I, I couldn't Research. argue with the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't argue with it. And so I, uh, I was fortunate enough that, you know, a compromise was made, like I say, and now I've, you know, shown that this is probably, you know, a better way to go. Um, as far as classic rock goes, a, a, a bigger playlist is, is good, but a huge one is not. <laughs> yeah. You know, in, it's with what I'm doing now, uh, I've had to unlearn everything I learned in radio because it, this is a, Gosh, I reach Pirate Radio. Last I checked this morning, it was like over a hundred thousand people worldwide, um, and so that, that's a really, really good number. But I'm still fighting that whole stigma of streaming. You know, people. Mm-hmm. Well, how do I listen to it in my car? I just I, I can't go to you know turn the dial. I'm like, yeah. do you have one of these? Well, yeah, I listen through my phone in the car all the time anyway. <laughs> then what's the pro <laughs> then you simply push play on the app and you're good to go easy peasy but i uh i did the same thing i uh had about 500 songs in there because that's what i learned and what all the consultants said to do and then i went you know what screw this and i dumped like thousand more songs in because I am under no rule. I do not have to stay in any particular lane. If I want to be classic rock all day, one day I can be, if I want to be all reggae the next day I can be. Now there can be arguments for and against both, but I've got it down now to about 885 songs, which is a nice mix that fits the package that is pirate radio consistently. And it's only grown and grown and grown and, if ever I'm back in terrestrial radio, we'll go that route. But I have to tell you something. It is so nice, Mike, being not anyone telling you you're doing it right or wrong and to do this or that. It's it, I, I'm le- learning as I go. And so far, so good. It's it's 
ah, it's, it's breath of fresh air, man. Being your own boss when you're doing it. And I like to think most of the time I'm right. Sometimes I'm not, you know, it happens. Like for example, um, uh, what was the song that we played the other day? I can't even think of what it was, but it, it did not belong there. I don't even know how it slipped through the cracks, but you know, right then and there, I didn't have to ask anyone. I didn't tell anyone. I just gone. See you later. No questions asked. Easy peasy, but good. I'm glad you have creative control there, man. That is awesome. That's not something I was afforded uh, at my last gig as a program director. That was like my title and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, look, it all it it all falls on me here. So I have a question: um, Do you play Aerosmith "Big Ten Inch"? Is that in yes. your list? Yes, absolutely. Now, I, it's a deep track, and maybe it hits the airwaves once every couple of weeks. But but bottom line, it is there. Yep, absolutely. I almost got fired because that song was being played. You back that up with ACDC's big balls and you're, you're off and running. What was really the, 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 the effery involved in this scenario though, was that particular song was in the playlist from the previous program director that I didn't even touch. Oh, well. So it came down. What are you playing that for? Oh, are you talking about man? <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> we're not going to, we're not, we're not going to go down that path. Loved my time there. Love everyone who worked there. Just, you know, politics, man, sometimes gets to you. Radio's a crazy business. And it let's, is. let's not let's not kid ourselves. It's cutthroat. Oh yeah. And and so, you know, um congratulations gotta, gotta, on still being there five freaking years and successful. And we all know if it's a book you're getting, it ain't accurate. Whether it's the best book in the world or the worst book the next time, it's come on. It's just a little slice of the population. Yes, that is right. We can, we can switch gears here. Are you a Packer fan now? Nope. How's the, I mean, how's the community it, feeling with this whole Aaron Rodgers hoopla going on? What, oh, what, what's uh, what's the on. vibe in Wisconsin? <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you. Um, I, the Packers, even before I left Southern Oregon, before I left the West Coast, they were my second favorite team. This was just a fringe benefit coming here. Um, you know, uh, still Seattle teams are my are my teams. Um, I enjoy watching the Packers. All the Packers fans that I know here, which is everybody. Yeah. Um, they, they, they couldn't give a shit. You know, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Right. You know, and like, like the man himself said, relax. Everything's yeah, going to yeah. be fine. So it, it's not like, the, you know, the walls are on fire around here. Um, you know, it's just, uh, the way it is. It's, it's, it's fun to watch, you know, especially as an outside spectator, I, I'm looking forward to, uh, going to see my first game at Lambeau this year. You've been there six uh, years and you haven't gone to a game yet. You know how hard it is to get into Lambo? Virtual slap. You're <laughs> come on, man. You're Kincaid, the PD of the classic rock station. You know as well as I do, with just a little bit of pushing, you could have got yourself into a game. Hell, send a sales guy out to sell a package. <laughs> Again, you know how hard it is to get into Lambo. I don't. I, mean, I it don't. Is, uh, it's not easy. And so, but yes, uh, gonna see the Seahawks when they come to town. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, November, so, yes, so that's going to be fantastic. So I'm going to be wearing the blue and green and standing out like a sore thumb. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I hope I, I, I still I really hope Aaron Rodgers suits up for this season and then see you later after this season, because 
Or he could go to the Raiders, and I'd have no problem with that either. That would be. That's one of his choices, isn't it? Yeah, but come on, man. It's it's. We got a quarterback who ain't bad. He's actually pretty decent. And well, here we go, Nick, talking sports again. I know. <laughs> He's not. Here's, yeah. the one that I'll, here's the one that I'll throw out. I know we're talking sports. This is the one scenario that I would love to see. And that is a straight across trade Wilson for Rogers. Yeah, I would. would I'd be OK with that. That'd be totally fine with me. I think. And yeah. And I think both Seattle organizations would be lose their minds. Yeah. But again, if I was a Seattle fan, I wouldn't have a problem with that. If I was a Green Bay fan, I'd be like, oh, little butt hurt, but we got Russell Wilson. Okay. You know, it's, but it'll never happen. No, it's never going to happen. They're both staying right where they are, and uh, both are going to have great seasons again this year. Oh, are you in a book right now? Yes. What are you giving away? What? Oh, is our interview happening yet? Um, You know what? We missed it, didn't we? So the first set we just missed the first segment. <laughs> we it's all right. Sports, you know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, uh, set an alarm. The next one's coming up in about five and a half. How okay, about that? perfect. Right. So, what are you? Uh, what's what's we're the, the big right what's now, the big giveaway? We're, we're giving away uh, two. Let me do this right. We're giving away two all-inclusive trips to the sunny beaches of Mexico. So. All inclusive. Does that include the brown water? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's all inclusive, man. I mean, we're taking care of all of it. We're taking care of the round trip flight, the stay at a Ryu resort, and uh, four days, three nights, food, drink, accommodations, uh, travel there. There are, I mean, yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're doing two of those. That's a good prize, uh, especially. Uh, I mean, when's the uh, when's the draw date, man? When does this thing? Is it close to winter? Because that's when, you know, where you're at, that sounds really good going to Mexico in the winter. Right. Um, <laughs> and you got up to a year to use it, too. So, um, but no, it's, uh, uh, shoot, I'm giving away the first one on Friday. And then we're uh, then we're starting all over and going for four more weeks for the second one. Okay. So. And because I'm a radio guy and I'm curious as to how you do it, and I'm sure everyone who's watching this is probably like, we don't care, but I care. Yeah. And we're going to ask the question anyway. How do you qualify and how do you win this thing? How are you executing this giveaway? <laughs> when you hear the cue to call, be caller 13 and you're qualified. Yeah, cue no, to call. It. I mean, we're doing that. Hey, that's old school. Yep. And that's what I'm, you know, and we also have an online qualifying component as well. So two chances to qualify. You can sign up online or you can be caller 13 when you hear the little sound. And what is the cue? What is the sound? Uh, it's some tropical Mexican music with our big voice guy saying, call now. (laughs) 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 Good. All right. You know, dialing in. I'm just getting ideas for pirate. You know, we, uh, (laughs) not that I need it. We're also, um, we're, we're wrapping up, uh, we're giving like 1500 bucks cash too. Um, which we are, we've kind of couched as, um, it's called rock the region and we're kind of couching it as here's 1500 bucks to go do something in Wisconsin, go, go support local businesses, go, you know, do just go away for a week, go to green Bay for a weekend, go to lacrosse, go to Madison, go to Milwaukee, you know, here's 1500 bucks, go do something in Wisconsin. And we're wrapping that up, uh, qualifying for that ends on Monday too. Okay. How many nineties music tunes are in your playlist? 
Let me rephrase. Are there 90s tunes in the playlist? Yes, absolutely. I'm, ass- um, I'm assuming all the uh, early 90s grunge. Yep, between 70 and 100, probably. Um, you know, hey, look, this is one thing, too, that, you know, in the world of classic rock, the window of the music that we play has to continually be moving forward. Yeah. And so when I got here, there was no 90s music at all in the playlist. And so I was I was literally introducing folks in Wisconsin to, you know, Allison Chains. And I mean, not really, but you know what I mean? The, right. the, the classic rock listeners of this station. Did they lose know, their friggin' minds when Smells Like Teen Spirit came on? No, <laughs> not for the most part. Okay, I, I've got some folks who really can't stand it and they let me know and that's fine. Um, but for the most part, you know, look, it's classic rock. The audience is eventually going to die. So if we don't move the window forward and gain a younger audience, I hear you. No, preaching to the choir, the brother. Going to die too. I hear you. I, I, I was, I, I was. The one thing I regret is the rule of thumb that I had was if it's twenty years old or older, you qualify. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. the music has to be good, but that means if that rock and roll song came out in two thousand and one. It's considered classic rock. You feel old now yet, Nick? Yeah, that, that puts Lincoln Park in there. Jeez. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, see, well, in my rule is 25 years. Okay, all right. Classy, well, that's so, good. Yeah. That's close. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. so I put some of that in, and, and guess what? No, 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 no. Not anymore. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, no, my rule is 25 years with a few exceptions. I mean, Foo Fighters, you, you, you know, you just, you have to make an exception for them because they're just so damn, they're just so damn good. Um, you know, it's how, everybody else is playing them. So why not me? You know, how do you <laughs> navigate this conundrum? ACDC back in black, the penultimate classic rock song, but ACDC just put out a brand new album and their song goes top 10 rock and roll. Do you play it? Absolutely. Do you put it in rotation? Do I play it? Do I throw it in rotation? No, okay. uh, it does not. It does not get put into the system and just start playing every few days. But I mean, you know, industry term awareness spins, you know, you let yes. people know that, you know, um, ACDC has got a new song out or any other band. Oh, who else? Uh, Sticks just put out a new song that is just mind blowingly good, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's not going to get airplay anywhere. I know unless someone like me says, Hey, I'm going to play the new stick song a few times, you know, just so people were aware of it. You know what I did about a year before I left KBOI? <laughs> I didn't ask. I probably should have, but I, I got away with it. Tall boy played on KBOI. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, Hey, they're local legends. Exactly. That's why I could get away with it. You know, <laughs> you want to promote local, you want to do this thing. Well, Papa's going to do it right. Exactly. I mean, there isn't anybody else there who was going to play them. So, you know, fill that niche. Uh, the, the, the rogue could have and should have, but they just didn't have the balls to. Oh, are they still there? I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. Yeah. 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 It's just it, the jocks okay. on there. I love you, Brian O'Connor. Don't get me wrong. But uh, it's just, <laughs> you know, it robots, you know, track, get the hell out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was okay. too much. That was this is. Oh, here we go. Came in with some good people, some connections. He gets to name drop, and well, it started off with Ben Carey, Brian Hopkins from Elvis Monroe, right? So that led into Randy Couture. Um, no, no, you're talking about MMA superstar Randy Couture. 
Yes, yeah. The Expendables, movie star, Hollywood. All right, so yes, you guys are you guys are getting airplay on Wisconsin Radio on a hundred thousand watt flamethrower that reaches from border to border. You hear that? (laughs) Dadcast being interviewed by Kincaid while Dadcast is interviewing Kincaid while it happens five weeks from now, but right now for you watching. (laughs) Some real matrix shit going on here. So with the kids growing up, I, like, I'm going back to the children. Um, and I don't want to get too personal or get, I'm going back to the whole left the lady and the children. When that happened, was there, was there animosity involved? Did you still get to be with the kids? Did they go far away? I mean, how did that um, all work out? Well, not, not to, not to delve too far into the past, but um, youngest, uh, went with mom to go live in Seattle okay. and the, the two oldest stayed with me so they could finish high school. So, you know, and then as soon as they were done with high school, they, you know, went off on their merry ways, yeah. you know, and that, that meant heading North to either Portland or Seattle. So you got to keep and by keep you, you, you were with uh, your oldest uh, to after all that went down and you still worked in radio. Um mm-hmm but you were still there for them and still a great dad. I know this because I see how those kids treat you. I see their Facebook pages. I see when you have events and whatnot going on, you, you, you did it right, man. It looks like you did one heck of a job and I, it, it, I all, it all, it all seemed to work out. It all seemed to work yeah. out even with your passion and your dad and the balance that was needed whether it was teeter tottery here and there, it's still, you know, as you look back on it, you know, it worked out for you, man. It worked out. I lucked out. I could have done a lot better when it came to being a parent. Can't we all? Um, I still could do better. I still could do better. Um, and as long as that's always in the back of my head, well, then hopefully I'll, you know, keep trying to be better. Words to live by. You hear that, Nick? I do. No, he's like, why, why are you asking that? Here, Mike, you ready for yeah. this? You ready for this bombshell? Yeah. Okay. So far as we know, Nick is pregnant right now. Well, not That's literally not, him. Not, not but me, technically. <laughs> the two. Wow. And there could be six of them in there. No, there could be four. Four. Oh. Oh, <laughs> you're talking about quadruplets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my wife and I did IVF. We just did an embryo transfer. We transferred uh-huh. two embryos, which could technically break off and make four babies. Wow, that's yeah. exciting and scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Finally, somebody dropped the F bomb. <laughs> and it wasn't you, Nick. That's all right. Isn't it fun to say the F word when you're allowed to? <laughs> did you see me look at turn and look at my mic? Of course, when Dude, I said it? it's spread in us. It's like, are we on? Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> yep. But yeah, no. So we're actually we're super excited for that. That's going to be so, a journey. Yeah, but, I think we find out Saturday. We do the blood test, and then we should have an answer next week if it took and we're good to go, or if we're or what or what's going on. So or starting over. But yeah, no, that's great news. Wow. All right. Cool. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. And guess who's going to be super, super busy if all things do work out? You, Nick. This guy. Hey, guess who's not going to have two interviews a week? This guy. <laughs> you mean three interviews a week? Oh, yeah, three. That's right. We did three this week. 
Hey, you can't say no to otherwise. Come on. Yeah, yeah I can't. That's kind of bad. I'm not going to say no to anyone. I just, you know, there's there's time in July and August and September and October and November and well, December. Apparently not, according to JP's busy schedule. I'm going to be gone <laughs> for a week in July. So. Uh, I, yeah, I am. Well, actually, I'm not. I just told you that so you didn't book anything. So I could have the week if I needed it. Or, There's or somebody thinking, or that's I, you doing your Oh, and, and Mike, are you ready for this? Oh, for the first time in 20 years, last year, 2020, I didn't have to do a parade. And then <laughs> guess what? And then guess what? They all get canceled anyway. <laughs> oh, dude, I forgot to tell you, we're, we're doing the Boatnik parade. Oh, yeah, this Saturday? Yeah, we're taking. We, we're, I entered your Tesla. Oh, sweet! Well, it, it, have fun right. with that because I'm gone. It's my baby girl's birthday. <laughs> That's cool. Take your other car. I'll uh, I'll, I'll drive the dude. Tesla. I'll take the Tesla at a parade. Absolutely, that that'd be fun actually. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, 20 years. I don't, and this is the first full legit year that I do not have to do a parade. I bitched and complained for years and years and years, Mike, and now I want to do a parade. <laughs> I've got one coming up in two weeks and I'm actually excited for it. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God, a parade. Cause you know, this last year was completely screwed in right. so many ways. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get back out there and drive the, the WGLX rock rig through WGLX classic yeah. rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's down the streets. Can't wait. How did uh, your business, and, and we're almost done here. I just got a couple, like, like one more, two more questions here before we wrap this thing up. Um, how did your station, the, the the building, I would say, navigate COVID? Oh, well, um, as best we could, obviously, um, when it really, when the state, you know, of course, we, we you know, the, the company, the corporation, the company, um, followed CDC guidelines. So when the state and the CDC kind of locked down in March of last year, uh, we sent everybody who could work from home home. Um, and that meant sending a, a lot of jocks home with, you know, roadcasters and, and, you know, and mics, right. Um, you know, and everybody broadcasting from home uh, for 72 days, there were four of us in the building. Um, or program directors. We were the only ones coming in just to, you know, do our shows and make sure everything was doing what we were supposed to be doing. Right. Um, and, and, and there was a lot of work on the back end in terms of all these jocks working from home. There was a lot of stuff that we had to do to make sure that their shows sounded good and sounded, you know, as professional as it possibly could be when someone's broadcasting from their bedroom. Um, and so that's kind of how we got through it. And then, you know, as things started to lift, um, as we got through the holidays, you know, we started bringing people back. Uh, and then in January and February of this year, two thirds of the building went down with it, myself included. Um, and it was uh, not fun. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was tough times. I, I, I uh, my, go-to phrase was um i couldn't uh what was my go-to phrase um it's not going to kill me but i can see how it could yeah uh, it so you was you're one of the ones that hit pretty hard uh they they said severe to extreme i was probably lucky to not be ho hospitalized okay. um wrote it out at home 
and continue to do my show from home every day (laughs) (laughs) and program the station as best I could from home. Um, and, but yeah, it put me down pretty good for about three weeks. Um, and then when that negative test came back, you know, I came back to work, uh, literally this was February. I am still dealing with side effects, uh, long-term, um, you know, what do they call long haul effects right. uh, from COVID, which just suck. It's, it's terrible, but you know, Can it you is t- what it is. And we're just going to keep was, going. Was your uh, sense and taste one of the ones affected? Like I hear a lot of nope. smell. My smell. sense of smell is still messed up. And it's not that it went away. It's that I've got something else in my nose. Um, that's the only thing I, only way I can describe it. Uh, it was first everything smelled like a just snuffed match that's all i can compare it to i like, like that sulfur. smell yeah, sulfur and wood right it has changed just in in the last three days and it's pissing me off to no end now it just smells like a dirty ashtray oh, everything smells no. like a dirty ashtray everything I, I smell it right now here in the studio in my car at my house outside in the open everything smells like a dirty ashtray and it's it's just one of these you know long-term symptoms of covid that is just weird as hell weird well man we are we're glad that you got out of that and are healthy aside from the ashtray nose uh (laughs) yeah right the covid nose before we completely wrap up with mike kincaid east of the mississippi i would like you to tell all your friends and fans here in southern oregon a little message, whatever Mike wants to tell them now is your, you're on this, you're on the spot, my friend. Well, okay. Um, Cause there's a lot of us out here who miss you. I I really can't uh, fans. I I said uh, friends. Okay. Fear friends. Yes. Uh, To everybody in Southern Oregon, uh, those who I'm still in contact with and those who I'm not uh, miss your faces. Totally miss hanging out. Totally miss the music. I totally miss being with all of you. It, 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 sometimes it hurts really bad. Um, do I miss Southern Oregon as a whole? Not on your life. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, I watch the news. I don't. Um, but everybody there, I, I, I miss your faces so bad. Come out here. It's beautiful here. It's God's country and the people are great. Boom. <laughs> Just don't do it in February, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Except for. Um, November to uh, when, when was our last snow this year? It was uh, third week of April. So, um, and we had, we had one snap where uh, we were sitting at about 40 below for a couple of days. So, yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'll still take some over something that. else around here. My friend, <laughs> I, I, we, could, we could talk for a whole nother hour about winters in Wisconsin. They are an amazing thing. Well, we'll slot you in for Kincaid part two, and we'll discuss. The, <laughs> no, in fact, we'll do it in the wintertime and make you take a camera outside or something and stand in the, oh, sure, stand yeah. outside for 30 seconds in your underwear just to see if you'll do it. Ah, that's a big no. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. All right. I'm done I am done stunting, okay? I'm too old for that. <laughs> Where can everybody check out your radio station online and stream it? WGLX.com. That is the place to stream the station 24-7. And if you like, you can pick up the free WGLX app for either your Apple or your Android device. Okay? It's there. It's free. And it's pretty nifty. 
Yeah, and he sounds just like that on the air, you guys. Not even kidding. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Kincaid, thank you so very much for coming on, DadCast, man. It's been a pleasure catching up with you and talking shop, although we probably talked more shop than Dad this time around, but totally okay. Again, thank you, man. You're awesome. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. You guys, I really appreciate the invite. This has been a lot of fun. Much, much, much success to you guys. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Nick, You, uh, thank you, sir, as always. And to everyone else out there, thank you for watching DadCast. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you all next week. See you.